This week on Moms Moving On. Online dating sucks. There's no good guys. Guys all lie. The good ones are taken. I'm probably going to end up alone. My luck just sucks. I'm not good enough in some way. Maybe I'm not, I'm not young enough. I'm not pretty enough. My body's not, you know, I'm not in shape enough. Any sort of beliefs like that, what's going to happen is that whole law of attraction thing where you're just going to pull in people that mirror those beliefs right back to you. Right. Right. Oh, man, that is so true. Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Welcome back to another Moms Moving On. I'm so happy to have you here today because today we're going to be clearing up all of the confusion around online dating and how to best approach it. I have my friend Melanie Hirsch on with us today. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist turned dating coach, dating expert, dating guru, I guess. I'm so happy to have you here, Melanie. And listen, online dating can be a scary thing. So you're going to help us break it down. But first, give us like the Melanie elevator pitch. The Melanie elevator pitch of me or of online dating? Of you. I want to hear about you. Me. Oh, me. Um, Yeah. Well, I just, this has always you know, dating and relationships was always a really challenging area for me in my life. And despite feeling like I'm a decent catch, it was really hard for me to find high quality men. And I kept attracting in the same kind of unavailable guys over and over and over again. And so I really have you know, dedicated so much of my life to really uncovering and discovering what what is going on? What are the layers underneath that are going on that we're getting in my way? And um, yeah, doing that work has been transformational. Now I work with, I, you know, moved my private practice and transitioned into coaching because I really wanted to give people the tools and practices that help them turn the stuff around quickly. Because once I figured it out for myself, I'm like, everyone needs to know this. I hate hearing when women are suffering in this area and feeling insecure and not feeling hopeful. So this is sort of my mission now. (laughs) I love it. Are you, are you divorced? No, no. So I'm happy you're not because I want to tell you something. I hope you never get divorced. I want to tell you what happens to us as divorced women. Like all of that, like peeling back the layers and why do I keep attracting this man? And how do I get into the situation? You don't have that aha moment until you're divorced for so many women. Like that's when you're like, okay, I just went through hell. I'm not doing this again. What do do I need to fix so that I don't have to do that again? And it's such a transformative experience. So I love that you're helping people do that even before, you know, they marry for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, this work to me is like when you start peeling apart the layers and seeing what's going on underneath that's creating challenge in this area, it's such a vehicle to personal and spiritual growth. Totally. You know, there's so much that you get to discover through doing the work and looking in this area, even though on the outside, it can seem shallow. Oh, it's dating. All your stuff comes up when you date, you know? And so it's really a great opportunity to look at it and do some inner work. Well, I can already tell that I probably needed your help 
you know, I know I needed your help years ago because the last thing I wanted to do was look at myself and my own stuff. I wanted Mm. to just find somebody and bring them in and have them fix me. Right. I did all the wrong things. Hence why my first marriage didn't work out, but you don't know what you don't know. So, okay. So you are helping women online date or date in general? Uh, Date in general. And, but I am I highly recommend online dating if you're out there and you're looking for a high quality partner. It's a great way to go. And a lot of people resist it. So I I find myself cheerleading online dating a lot. Well, you know, I think at a certain point in your life, you have to accept, especially now we're in a pandemic kind of still, you're not going to meet the next love of your life at a bar. Like unless you spend... (laughs) 24 hours, seven days a week at this bar. And like, you know, it's just not, life is not a movie like that. So I can see why you'd be a champion for online dating. Yeah, it's so important. And I know, listen, so many people have that fantasy and I get it of, oh, I'm just going to run into my guy organically. It's just going to happen organically. And who doesn't want that? I mean, we see it in movies and, but yeah, the reality of that is uh, slim, especially now. And you limit your options. So why not? If there's a place you can go where you can put yourself out there and meet way more men than you would going to the grocery store or the doctor's office, why not do it? No. Did you see the show Virgin River? It's on Netflix right now. Yes, I love Virgin River. (laughs) I'm so happy because it started it last night. And if you're watching it, you'll know that literally five minutes into the first episode, we don't even have her story yet. We know she's like running away from something she meets the new guy and he's wonderful. And I'm like, she doesn't want to like play around first, like get to know everybody around her. Like to me, that was just like, but I'm always looking at it from a red flag, you know, perspective. I'm like, no, you don't just settle for the first guy you meet. But then again, I did the same thing after my divorce. So interesting. Yeah. I, well, I dated guys. Yeah. Like I can count on one hand. I can count on two fingers how many dates I went on before I met my now husband. Um, But he was like my first serious relationship after my divorce. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There's no rule for how it happens. Sometimes you meet that right person right away. But I think the 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 more you've done to do your inner work or just clear things out and the more truly available you are, you know, you move through your grief and all that stuff, the easier it is. Right. So that's to, what that girl didn't do in Virgin. Yeah, she did do. So that's what makes the great drama. You know, it's like, oh God, what was his name? Jack? I don't even yeah, know. I'm, Jack. <laughs> my memory's working a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So of course, everyone wants that story. You know, you're you're still grieving and then whew, it's, you know, dreamy guy comes in, but the reality is a bit different. It does take a little bit of effort, but it can be really fun. Yeah. So that's what I want to help people get is that. Okay. So for, yes, for a divorced woman, the idea of online dating might not sound that fun. It may sound more like a chore, um, yeah. an anxiety inducing thing you have to do. So how do we take the anxiety out of that and, and really help position, you know, the, the newly divorced woman on her dating app to, to make her yeah. like the catch of the year? How do we do that? Yeah. Well, the first thing that I always tell people is that mindset is everything. So if you're getting on there and you feel like, 
oh God, this is going to be hard. There's not a lot of great guys out there. This is a chore. If you're in that mindset and you've got beliefs like negative or limiting beliefs about yourself, about your future, about how easily love will come in, that's going to majorly impact the results of you dating. So the first thing that I recommend doing is really doing a deep dive and making sure you clear out any of the you know, negative and limiting lenses that you might be seeing this through. And, and that's a process, but it's so important because I cannot stress enough um, what a big difference that makes. So a negative or limiting lens is I'm putting myself through this process, but it's going to friggin' suck. Yeah. Online dating sucks. There's no good guys. Guys all lie. The good ones are taken. I'm probably going to end up alone. My luck just sucks. I'm not good enough in some way. Maybe I'm not, I'm not young enough. I'm not pretty enough. My body's not, you know, I'm not in shape enough. Any sort of beliefs like that, what's going to happen is that whole law of attraction thing where you're just going to pull in people that mirror those beliefs right back to you. Right. Right. Oh man, that is so true. That yeah. Is so, true. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the number one thing to do is the inner work now. And we, you know, we can focus on the the external right now and the actual profile because that makes a really big difference as well. But I just want to be clear, you got to do both. Yeah. 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 Listen, so nothing good comes without a little hard work. So it's such a good. Point. Yeah. Yeah. You got to lift the weights, you know, to get the body, you got to lift the inner weights to move the stuff through. So I love that. So with online dating, now, if we're going to skip over the inner stuff and just go to the profile, um, I know it can be really overwhelming to I'll, a lot of people. It is. And I'll tell you that women are asking me all the time in my DMs questions like, do I say I'm divorced? What if they're turned off about the fact that I have kids? How much do I need to give in the profile? So these are common questions I'm getting all the time that I myself do not answer because I don't have experience with it. Yeah. And so for those kinds of questions, I would say, tell them, I mean, you want to be as authentic as possible because if somebody doesn't like that you have kids, that's not your person. You know, you're you're looking for your best friend and your partner. If they don't connect with you having kids, that's not the right person. So yes, tell them, let them get uh, and pull away. You don't, you know, you need to be ruling men out. You have to have discernment here. So the the more authentic you can be, uh, the the more it's going to serve you. So yeah, let them know. Have on your profile if it, you know, if you can click divorced, have it say divorced. I mean, it's I think it's also about owning, yeah, your divorce. It doesn't mean anything bad about you. It doesn't say anything about your worthiness or what kind of partner you're going to make. It it means that you went all in, you committed to someone and it didn't work out. Like it's life. It happens. It's so funny how maybe 10 years ago, I'm in my later thirties, um, yeah. We, you know, friends and I would be online dating and, oh, he's divorced. Oh my God, no. <gasps> Were you really? Oh, but now, God. 10 years later, it's, oh, he's never been married. That's a shocker. Like, you know, it was, it's more now about, oh, we want somebody who's had the experience, right? Not, not someone who's never known what it's like to commit and be all in, like you said. Yeah. And I, but I think in general, it's about not judging prematurely based on someone's circumstances. So for instance, I, I haven't been married. Okay. Now, and people could judge me right now and go, Oh, wow. She hasn't been married. She must be really messed up, you know, but my journey has taken me instead of marriage. It's taken me, you know, 
into these different relationships that have been so beautiful and enriching and have like, you know, contributed so much to my life. And I'm, I, there's nothing I regret. So I think that, you know, I used to work at eHarmony. I I was for this matchmaking service they had for a while. Really? Uh, They had this elite matchmaking service where you get a client for a year and you match them up. And Uh I, I I can't tell you how many people would say, oh, well, he hasn't been married yet, so he must not be good at relationship. And I always would kind of smirk inside because I know I'm a badass at relationship, but I haven't been married. So I think it's really about not judging and taking each person for who they are. Everyone has their own unique circumstances that have led them to this place, whether they've been married and whether they've been divorced three times or they've never been married. It's about seeing the person and not the circumstances. It's funny, I have a friend who is divorced and she is in her late forties. She just got engaged to her Mm. to be second husband who's in his fifties and had never been married. And we went to dinner one night and she was like, if I tell you how many people told me that that was a red flag and he couldn't be more perfect for me, they've been dating for years. And so, yeah, you're right. You cannot judge a book by its cover. Yeah, we don't know what brought them, why they've been single. They've been focusing in other directions or having certain relationships. So the first thing is, yeah, be open-minded. But on that front, um, it's so important. One of the things I'll share is that I think a lot of times we make this this preferences list, you know, the things that we want to have. Right. And it's really important to go beyond the preferences list and look at what do I know I need to be happy in a relationship. So how specific do you, I I agree, like you need to know your needs, but how specific do you get with that in the dating profile? Like I know they give you space to write, like should you be giving a whole manifesto on like meet these needs or don't even take me out on a date or like, how does that work? No, I think that, well, so each, each online dating platform is different in terms of how much you can write and the kind of detail you can get into. Um, a lot of the online ones, you know, the old school match or OkCupid, you can write a freaking novel. Right. <laughs> I recommend not, I mean, I I want you to be, express yourself as, as uh, authentically as you can, but you don't need to give everything away. You know, I mean, it's just, you don't want to vomit your life in a profile, but you can share what you value and what's important to you and where you're at in your life and the the kind of relationship you're looking for and what you're committed to bringing in, you know? So uh, talking about that stuff is great being real, but you don't need to be, you know, and don't do this and don't do this and don't call me if you, I mean, especially when someone says, don't write me if you this and don't, no, 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 no it kind of, it shows their woundedness. Right. So be careful to not do, if you're doing that, you want to check yourself because there's some stuff going on where you're putting up these big strong layers. And if you come across a profile where they're very, you know, intense, like men will say, no drama, leave the drama at the door. Um, I would say that's, that's a big red flag. Too. Right. right. I've heard that before. Um, there's another dating expert I've spoken to who was like, the guy who says no drama is the guy who is all drama. Yes. Yes. And he can't handle your emotions. Any emotional response you have is drama and we need, you know, a partner who can handle the ups and downs. So, um, yeah. So you, you know, on those online, you know, platforms, you can write more, but on the ones like Tinder, Bumble or Hinge, you only have these little, this little space to write things. So I think it's important to 
really show in those areas what you value mm-hmm. over what you like. Right. So I'll give you an example. Like um, a lot of people will write their hobbies and the things you, I love tacos, you know, Tuesday night tacos and um, country music and, you know, hiking or whatever they want to say and drinking wine. Oh, I love, I see a lot of, I love good food and wine. It's like, who, well, most people do. Who doesn't like good food, right? (laughs) Um, So that doesn't tell me anything about the kind of person they are, what's important to them, you know, the deeper parts of them. So it's going to be harder to find people to pull the right people in when you're kind of at the shallow level in your profile. Right. Yeah, it's way better to dig in and and really show what you value at a deeper level. So maybe it's um, sharing that you're super into personal growth and development and you listen to podcasts all the time and you can't stop learning and you value family time. And and if there was a you know, fly on your wall, it would see you having a dork, dork dancing session with your, you know, with your kids every night or, you know, I mean, let, cause that is telling you more about, Oh, I get a sense of who this person is. They love personal growth. They dork dance with their kid, you know? So you want to lean more toward describing those kinds of things. Hey guys, Michelle here with a word from one of our sponsors. The Soberlink system is designed to make parenting time safer with real-time remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink uniquely combines a breathalyzer with wireless connectivity and is the only system that includes facial recognition, tamper detection, and advanced reporting. Parents can submit a test anytime, anywhere, thanks to Soberlink's wireless technology, which delivers test results by text message or email to the concerned parties. Simplify co-parenting arrangements by using the system that provides transparency and proof of sobriety throughout the day. Flexible schedules combined with real-time delivery of results make Soberlink the experts in remote alcohol monitoring technology. For a limited time, get $50 off your device by emailing info at Soberlink.com and mentioning Moms Moving On. Drive safe. Wait, 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 wait. Before we do anything, I have to ask, have you not joined the Moms Moving On membership community yet? This is the place I created for anybody looking for the benefits of coaching without having to commit to a high coaching fee. I've rounded up my go-to experts to put together curated content just for you, including free monthly webinars with me, self-confidence boosters, co-parenting tips and strategies, heartbreak advice, divorce anxiety relief, legal advice from top U.S. attorneys and mediators, financial advice, ebooks to help you on your journey, journal prompts and worksheets, discounts for all my favorite brands. The list goes on and on and on. And all of this at only $9.99 a month. Yep, you heard that right. $9.99 a month to be connected to women all over the world who are going through exactly what you're going through and to connect with me. Go to momsmovingon.com slash become a member and join us today. And something else, and this is where I, I think women also have a hard time. It's what am I showing of myself? What kinds of pictures am I putting up? Do I need to look like, you know, a babe in a skin tight dress or 
can I be my usual mom self in my leggings and t-shirt? Like what kind of photo are we using now? Yeah, I would say both. So more mom, (laughs) more what you're wearing. I would say you want to show what you look like in real life. I think the mistake a lot of people make is they think I've got to lure them in with my fancy, you know, ball gown at that one thing where my hair was done and my makeup was done. And I think, of course, you want to show pictures where you look your best, but you don't want them to look at you in real life and go, oh, you know, you're That's not, not quite. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're looking for someone that likes your look. So show what you look like on a day-to-day basis. It could, you know, or what you look like going out to dinner with your friends, a casual dinner with your friends. You don't need to be fancy. You don't have to doll it up every photo. Just be you. You're looking for someone that adores you. So rock you. And of course, if you want to put in a a sexy photo from, you know, an event, toss it in there. Let them see what what's possible. <laughs> when oh, I you- like that. I really like that. And again, something, you know, pre-marriage, so many of us would have made that mistake. Like, look how hot I am. And now it's like, you've gone through all of that. You just want someone to love you for you. Yeah. And that's the thing is that I think, yeah, a lot of people you're just looking for that validation. Oh, choose me, choose me. I want to feel wanted. And so it's, it's important to do the inner work to clear out that need to be validated Mm -hmm. um, so that you're not stressed in this process. And then, yeah, it's just about embracing yourself fully and the right people for you are going to be attracted to you and are going to come in and the wrong people are going to you know, lead you on and, and drag things out and disappear. And you want that. Yeah. And so to that point, if you find yourself in a situation with a guy who's like not committing or dragging things on or being shady, that's also a good point. And I'm kind of speaking to me pre-marriage to stop and check yourself again, because why are you allowing it? Why are you getting yourself into a situation like this? What's, what's, coming up for you that you think this is acceptable still. Yeah. And that's, that's a lot of the work that I do with women is looking at what's having you accept this, you know, having someone treat you like this and, and accept these men that aren't fully honoring you. And, you know, that's the inner work and that's so key. Um, And so, yeah, doing that and then making sure that your profile is really optimized um, that is so important. So, okay. So we've optimized the profile. We know what to say. We know what to look like. Now, how do we know when to take things offline? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to say everyone's got a different comfort level and it's so important to honor what is comfortable for you. Um, you know, it's, it's, everyone is different in this realm, but I recommend getting offline you know, getting off the texting back and forth as soon as possible because you don't learn anything about someone from texting. There can be a guy and he's charming. He's a great texter. You're giggling. His photos are great, but you know, he's a total flake. He doesn't show up when it comes to actually meeting you live. He is just playing the field. He just wants attention. You know, it's so important to meet as soon as possible. And the great thing that we have going for us these days, which I didn't have when I was younger, is, you know, Zoom, FaceTime. It's, uh, we have ways to see people. So I recommend as soon as you can, suggesting a Zoom or FaceTime call just to connect and 
you it's so clear within the first few minutes if you're even interested. I mean, we know this kind of thing. We can we feel it within our gut. So instead of wasting time, especially during COVID, scheduling outings and social distancing and all the things, just, you know, put, have your pajama bottoms on, have a cute top, show up, get the lighting right and have a great conversation and see what the dynamic is. So much pressure off. And, you know, as, as awkward as it is to be like, hi, you're a screen. You're also then not pressured, you know, to have another drink where you might lose some self-control or have forced conversation because dinner hasn't arrived yet. Like I do think there is a beauty in that. Absolutely. And you can set a, a little parameter. You could say, you know, I've got a half an hour and then there's some stuff I have to get to, but I wanted, I'd love to connect with you if you're available. Yeah. And so then they know you've got this little amount of time and it's perfect just to feel into that connection. And if you want to meet with them and it feels good, you'll meet up afterwards. I have to go back to what you said about the texts. Yeah. So <laughs> when I met my current husband, who is the most fantastic man on the planet, uh... we met and it was about a week before our first date. And I thought, you know, let's just like text every day. And like, he was so short. And so like one word didn't ask me any, I'd be like, so how is your day? Good. And I'm like, who's this asshole? Like to not. Oh. And so I remember on our first date bringing it up. I'm like, wow, you're so much nicer in person than you were in your texts. And he was like, because I didn't want to take my time getting to know you through text. I wanted to get to know you in person. I was like, oh. smart man. Smart but I, was, man. I remember being so put off. Like, who does this guy think he is? But he, I mean, in the way he described it, he's like, I don't have time for that. Like, I wanted to just yeah. meet you and, and talk then. I get. I think people get into the, it's so easy. And I see this happen so much is that people get into this fantasy mode. As soon as they connect with someone that they find attractive and interesting, there's this fantasy mode they go into of this could be the one for me. And they want to just text and, you know, think about this person and build them up. And I think the less we think about the person <laughs> before we connect, the, the less we research them and all the less contact we have, the better, because none of it matters. What what matters is what your connection is live and live could be video chat, you know, but that that connection is what's important. So I, I think your husband, uh, I totally agree with his approach. I mean, he could have said something like, hey, let's save this for when we talk or so, but uh, yeah, I think it, it's a good it, approach. It's just as funny because, you know, he's he was the opposite in person and I still make fun of him for it four years later. Like, that's so funny. how awful you were. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> a good story. But again, you know, I learned through my mistakes. Um, so tell me a little bit about Good at You. Yeah, well, Good at You is the business I have and I help singles who struggle in this area and can't figure out what's going on that I can't meet someone, you know? And so we, you know, I've got the therapy background. So I kind of get in and we do some inner work to clear any blind spots and blocks that you have. And then I help set you up for the most ease in the dating process and how to navigate all the ups and downs that come and the confusion that people feel as they date. I know it is very, very needed, especially in the space of women who are coming out of marriages and think, that love yeah. is not possible again. It is, but you want to make sure you do it right. And of course, with somebody like Melanie. Melanie, thank you so much for being on with us today. This was great oh, advice. You're so welcome. Um, where can everyone find you? Yeah, well, you can find me at good at you 
uh, all spelled out.com. And then on Melanie Hirsch on Instagram and good at you on Facebook. So yeah, come say hi. Any, any workshops or anything that our listeners can tune into? I am always, I'm always doing new things. So if you follow me or sign up on my newsletter list, there's always some new offering I'm putting out there. So stay Love that. guys, check yes. out. You're not going to be disappointed. I did a little deep dive on your Instagram earlier and there's much to be learned from that. So mm-hmm. thank you again, Melanie, to everybody listening. Thank you. Wise choices and make them for you. Stop waiting for someone to validate you and validate yourself by not letting the wrong people into your space and go take some cute pictures too for your dating. (laughs) We'll see you again next week. Thanks everyone for listening. Divorce is never easy. And when children are in the picture, it can be extra tricky, especially when communicating with your ex is a challenge. Now there's an app with you and your kids in mind. It's called FAIR, F-A-Y-R. FAIR is the easiest, most intuitive, and conflict-diffusing co-parenting app on the market. FAIR helps eliminate misunderstandings while also improving communication between co-parents. In the long run, creating a loving environment for your kids. Here's what you can do on the FAIR app. There's a time-sharing calendar to track custody, exchange days, and never forget those special events. Documentable text messaging. And an expense tracker so both parents can add and monitor expenses, track receipts, and add notes. GPS check-in, that's a court-verifiable way to document your presence at all GPS-verified locations. A monthly parenting report to download with your details. A private journal to take notes, add photos, and screenshots. A file vault to keep your records, photos, and documents organized and in one place. The opportunity to export all of your records into a convenient, time-and-date-stamped PDF when you need documentation for legal matters. And there's a Spanish version of the app as well. FAIR allows you to experience co-parenting in a totally new way. Simply, inexpensively, transparently, and fairly. Lose the he said, she said, and be the best parent you can be. Be F-A-Y-R, FAIR. Subscribe at BeFair.com. That's B-E-F-A-Y-R.com. And then download FAIR from the App Store or Google Play. Go to FAIR.com for more details. Don't forget to use the code MICHELLE to save 20% off the cost of the app. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.